Hi, I'm Leighton Schneider, and today we'll be talking about, you know, my backstory in life and how I became the way I did, along with my wrestling career and the future that it holds. Well, along with the first ever the Finding Moments podcast, Commitment Live on IG. Thank you all. Thank you for tuning in to Defining Moments Podcast. Welcome back to the Undefeated Show, Defining Moments Podcast. We're located in the Triple B of OKC and Kyle Golding's beautiful studio. This episode is sponsored by MD Drilling out of Waller, Texas. We appreciate your friendship. We appreciate your sponsorship. Today's very special guest, he's ranked number nine in the country in his weight, two time All American, one time state champion. More importantly, he's a young man of great faith, and he holds a GPA of 3.8 out of Edmond North High School. Leighton Schneider, welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you like you. that intro? Oh, that was that perfect. Okay. That was perfect. That's awesome. We're going to cut away here in about a minute because you've got a live announcement on IG, right? Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. It's live. Uh, wh- what are you going to announce? Where I'm going to wrestle, you know, for the future, where my future commitment will be for the, my wrestling career. That is awesome. I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. Undefeated. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before we go to that, get you some swag, man. A couple shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love the swag. License plate. Oh, you know where that's going. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Stickers. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And this hat, my wife and I thought about you. It's HODL. Hold on for dear life. It's whether uh, you're getting about to get pinned or you're about to pin someone. You know, you got that feeling. Oh, man. I got to hold on, man. I got to hold on. It reminds <laughs> thank me of you. you. Absolutely. You. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, man. So should we break away to this uh, IG Live? You can get that set up? Let's do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right so I just, you want to hold on to that for me? Let me get out of the way. No, I'm not no, going to You're, you're going to stay in the way. <laughs> stay in the way. Let's see. So, I love wrestling, obviously. You know, wrestling is a big part of my family's life and obviously now my life. And so, the recruitment process is pretty difficult, you yeah. know. You got a lot of colleges contacting you. It gets overwhelming for sure. And, you know, Wyoming, OU, Air Force, they're all great schools. And so whenever, you know, all the coaches are contacting me, it was, it was tough to go, you know, to know where I want to go. But that being said, and thanks to my family, you know, thanks to my practice partners, thanks to you, you had a big part of this. Thanks, I will man. be headed to the Air Force Academy. My man! Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Wow, dude. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for your service. Hey. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait to go out there. Wow. You ever been to Colorado Springs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is beautiful. It's out there. amazing. The air's thin. Yeah, very thin. <laughs> but, dude, do you feel good? And that, was, that took a lot of pressure off my shoulders. Okay. Let me tell you. because you know i figured out friday that i wanted to go to air force and i came home i was like mom this is the place you know i had a ou visit lined up yeah and a wyoming visit and i was like i don't really know if i want to take those like i'm 100 percent set i want to go to the academy i want to go to the academy yeah and i was like all right like fine i want you to go to the academy you know because at first we went out there and like before we got out there she's like there's no way he's gonna come here like (laughs) Because we went out with friends, she was like, there's no way he's going to yeah. come to the academy. Yeah. And then we got out there, and she's like, I love it out here. Man. I want him to go. And then I came home, and I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if, like, this is for me. And then finally I went out there by myself. Yeah. Which, nine hours, you think it's, it's actually not that bad of a drive to Colorado. Okay. So I went out there by myself, stayed the night in, like, the dorms and all that. And came home, and I was ready to go back out there. Wow, man. I was man. like, I want to go wrestle at the Air Force Academy. That is awesome. That, that gives me chills because, I, number one, I'm so proud of you, man. Thank I, you. Your, your story on how you got to where you are, to me, is it's just amazing. And how you had to fight through a lot of adversity, and your parents did too. And we're going to dive into that um, to, to give the audience the background of your life, right? So. Why don't we, before we get into your recruiting process, because that's the buildup, let's talk about 
your life and what you're passionate about wrestling, maybe you're passionate about being a young man of great faith, how your family is important, your faith is important, and, and obviously school. So, And you also had a, that tragedy that you went through. So let's, let's go from, from there. So, yeah, so my brother passed away when I was 10 years old. And, you know, it's like losing a best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been there. Yeah, we had, like, ups and downs. But he was always there for me at the end of the day. So, and, like, it was funny because, like, we would always wrestle. You know, wrestling was just a part of our life. And so I was five, he was 10, and we'd just be wrestling in the living room floor, you know. We'd do, like, introductions for each other and stuff. But, so, yeah, I was, like, losing a best friend, obviously, you know. We went to church, and so it was, you know, very hard for our faith because we were like, God, why did you do this and all that? Like, all right, like, I don't understand why you take him such at a young age and stuff. So it was very challenging. But as we, like, you know, as time went on and the more support we had from, like, family members, from you, from, you know, friends, it came to realize that, like, God did this not really to, you know, make us mad at him, but as a stepping stone for us to, like, Mm. become better with our faith and stronger in our faith. And I can tell you, like, after that happened, I've never been closer to God than I was right there. Wow. So it's, you know, a stepping stone, I say, from God. Mm -hmm. And so, and to be honest, it brought our family closer, you know. Even my cousins, you know, uncles, like, we were kind of going apart from each other, you know. But then, you know, it kind of sucks that that is what had to bring us together. Mm. But I'm glad, you know, Colton is the reason that yeah. we got brought together. Yeah. So. And what's amazing is you guys still honor your brother at wrestling tournaments. and. Yeah. So one of our big fundraisers, actually, we have two now because when COVID hit, we had to like go outdoors. And so we did like a Colton Schneider Memorial Run. Nice. At Mitch Park. And then, you know, as COVID went on and went away, we went, we brought in, we went back to the wrestling tournament, which it's called the Colton Schneider Memorial Wrestling Tournament. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see his name, you know, still out there. Shirts are still made yeah. for him and stuff. And so it's very cool, like, especially like if I go out in public somewhere, mm-hmm. I'll see like a CGS sticker yep. on the back of a car or even like a shirt. I'm like, hey, like, I'm glad to see like his name is still out there. Like, yeah. No matter how long it's been, like he still has a great impact on other people. That's awesome. I, I actually have the medal that your dad gave me of uh, Colton. It's in my office, and so you know it, it's it's special to me because that's how I met uh, your your family. You, Nate Gomez, you know Justin Rosen, Pax Rosen. It, it, that community is so tight knit, and it's a it's a, it's a different level of um, brotherhood you will oh yeah for sure yeah. like the wrestling community is probably one of the tightest communities i've ever seen you yeah. know when he passed away we had people from pa like you know coming down who like we didn't even know mm-hmm. they just knew colton yeah. and they were coming down like you know being there for our family and stuff came to like one of the memorial services mm-hmm. so i was like wow like this is a really it's a small community mm-hmm. but it's a like like you said brotherhood yeah like it's a tight community absolutely how did your parents handle that do you remember any of that? I mean, like I said, it was challenging, you know, mm-hmm. like there was a lot of like discouraged with God about like, you know, why this and why now? Um, because he was it was at a hunting trip. So like my mom was like I wanna say he was going to get his hunting license. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like very like hesitant <laughs> about it. Yeah. She's like, I don't know, like, do you really want to do this? And he was like, Yes, like all my friends are going, I wanna go hunting and then we went and got the hunting license and then it happened that night mm-hmm. so yeah. it was during fall break but you know it was really hard whenever they were trying to handle it because you know i was 10 at the time so i was very confused sure you know but just seeing them and how they handled it, there were ups and downs mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. but at the end of the day they became stronger together with each other and stronger in faith yeah, yeah, and that was at ten, and you're seventeen now or sixteen? 18. Eight. Oh, you're eighteen. Yes, okay. sir. Okay, well, I knew you were going to be a senior, but I didn't know, you know, because some some kids you look super young, obviously. So with those that eight year span, how did that 
keep you lined in, dialed in with wrestling? So, you know, I kind of switched my perspective. You mm-hmm. know, I have a tattoo that now says I get to, mm-hmm. you know, instead of I have to. So I kind of, and he came up with that, like changing I have to to I get to, do like a 180 degree twist on your point of view. And so that's basically kind of how I did it. Like, you know, wrestling is a sport where a lot of times you got to cut weight, you know, you got to go out there with someone who's probably way stronger than you, you yeah. know, a freshman wrestling a senior, it gets difficult, but you get to do it. You know, you yeah. don't have to go out there. No one has to do anything. Yeah. So that's definitely, he helped my perspective change on the sport for sure. Wow. Was there ever a moment or moments that you just like, ah, I'm not going to do wrestling anymore? For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, especially like at tournaments and stuff, whenever you like have to get back down to weight, you're like, why am I doing this? You yeah. know, like, why can I not go do a different sport or something? And, you know, even during practice, it's like, you know, during freestyle season, which is like summer wrestling, mm. we wake up like eight o'clock in the morning, go work out. And then you come back at like three o'clock, you got another workout. Mm. And then if you have to do another one, you're there at six o'clock. Yeah. So three times a day, it definitely gets challenging. You're like, it puts a lot on your mind and your body of why am I like, what is the point of this? Mm. What's your why? For him, for sure. You know, because I feel like now I don't only have to do it for myself you know like i don't even think about it for myself i think about it for him because he couldn't do it you know Mm. like he can't finish it so that's why i want to do it for him that's awesome man being a student athlete in this day and age i am certain it's not easy no it's very difficult what time do you wake up and walk us through an average day of Layton? so during the season yeah, let's go during the season. Okay. And during, then we're going to go off-season, too, because I want to hear the off-season part. Okay, so. okay. So during season, we'll probably – we wake up about 7.30 in the morning, go lift, um, go to school. So about from, say, 8.30 to about 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then 3 o'clock we have practice, 3 to 5. And then when we go home, I eat. And most of the time I'm there back at like seven o'clock for another workout. Yeah. So usually it's three days during season, you know, and then if it's really like, like there's a tournament that's really like tough coming up or something, I'll go during lunch. Mm-hmm. I'll go get like a light drill in or a light jog in during lunch just to keep my body going. Yeah. And my metabolism going. So <laughs> sometimes it's four days, but you know, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Especially now that I'm going to wrestle at the next level, like, you got to love the sport because if you don't love it, it's not for you. True, true. What about the offseason? What do you do, man? All right, so offseason. <laughs> Today I woke up about uh, 9.30. So <laughs> two hours off two, the pace. Two hours off pace for sure. <laughs> and went and got a lift in. But usually during offseason, I'll get like maybe one workout gotcha. a day. I try to get at least one like one wrestling workout in a day. Mm. But... I try a lift for sure a day. Mm-hmm. What's conditioning like? What's some conditioning drills? So it's a lot of sprints and like running. So whenever school starts during off season, we'll do a frets run. So it's like 2.8 miles. So it's, it's quite a bit, but you know, it's just to keep our like conditioning up to stay in shape. Cause wrestling, it's like, it's completely different. Yeah. You know, we have like football going from football to wrestling. Oh my, you're out of shape. <laughs> Like, it's completely different. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's a lot of running for sure mm-hmm. and a lot of, like, drilling with, like, your practice partner or something. Mm-hmm. You know, that is what helps us keep in, like, our best shape yeah. is a lot of drilling. Has you Have you ever had an opportunity or a time where your practice partner's like, no, nah, man, I ain't wrestling you, bro? Thank goodness, no. <laughs> but there's some people that, like, will show up that day and, like, not really take it easy, but like go with like an easier partner, yeah. you know, but my designated practice partner, no, like we go at it all the time because we both know that like he's going to go wrestle at the next level and so am I. Yeah. So we both know like what it takes to go wrestle at the next level. Yeah. So for sure, not with my original practice partner no. Right. But there is days where I'm like, all right, I got to go with like a easier guy. Like, yeah. I'm tired, you know, I'm sore, cutting down to weight. So that's when for sure, like. I'll go with the easier guy. Yeah. 
you guys are close to Coach Tettleton, too. Yeah, so Coach T, yeah. <laughs> I love him, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah. He's, I was actually, we had a, I was with him yesterday. We were moving somebody. Okay. Yeah, so I gave him the news yesterday. He was excited and stuff. And, but yeah, he's, wrestling's never going to be out of his life. Yeah, I didn't think so. Nah. So you come from a long list of, literal champions coming out of Edmond North High School men's wrestling. And I think it's a national brand because there's a lot of student athletes that are wrestling Oklahoma State, just everywhere. And the common denominator is your dad. Was it like wrestling for a legend like him? I get this question a lot. <laughs> so he he's really good at like when I'm practicing, he's my coach, but when I'm at home, there's not a lot of, like, wrestling talk. You know, he's more of a dad for me, mm. and so that's for sure, like, been really helpful, keeping our strong connection, because I feel like if it was just wrestling, 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 my mom and him would not not like each other as much, but, <laughs> but she's like, why are you always at wrestling? I'm like, that's fine, but no, for sure, like, he also, like, takes a step back whenever I'm actually wrestling on the mat. And he lets like the other coaches do a job, mm-hmm. so that's for sure helped a lot. Yeah. But when like I need him or I need to practice in, he's always there for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he's harder on you than other wrestlers, or is he just hard on you because he wants the best out of you? So at home, he's definitely harder on me than he <laughs> is for probably other wrestlers. He's like, you probably need to go get a run in and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Which most of the time he's probably right because you know I've been he's sitting on the couch. But other than that, during practice, no. Yeah. He you know, keeps my mind set for my goals, and he knows what I want, so he pushes me yeah. to achieve what I want. And obviously, you know, state champ, he helped me quite a bit along the way. I love it. You just admitted something that a lot of kids do not admit to you. You said, yeah, my dad is right a lot of the times. A lot of kids are like, no, nah, my parents don't know anything. So good for you. Yeah, that a lot of times like, it's hard to trust parents, you know, because you're like, I'm a kid. I want to do it this way. But they've been through the kid stage, and so they know what's right and what's wrong. And so they're just trying to guide you on the right path. And some kids, like, you got to believe them most of the time. Yeah, yeah. How does your mom be a mom to a student athlete, to um, you that you lost your brother, and then obviously this decision, man, what, what's your mom like at home? What's, how does she treat you? So she really wanted me to stay really close to home. <laughs> she wanted me to go to UCL for sure. Okay. But then we went out there and she was like, okay, like, yes, this is the farthest you're going to go. So she definitely likes me staying home and being close to her, which I enjoy, sure. you know, that tight family. And she just cares for me. Yeah. You know, no matter what happens, win or lose, she's always there for me. She loves me. Mm-hmm. And so it's been very grateful. You know, I'm really grateful for her and, been a real pleasure that when I lose I can go in the stands and my mom you know is still there loving on me caring for me no matter how I did yeah yeah what do your teammates mean to you a lot you know since I don't you know since my brother like passed away that's they're my brothers Mm -hmm. you know and you know they came from a different mom but that's for they're still my brothers you know no matter how people look at it or what they say they're always going to be my brothers so it's been very helpful, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. especially like after like that and like going into high school, it was very stressful. But now that they were there for me and caring for me, mm-hmm. it's been really nice. Yeah. When you go through school, there's a lot of homework involved. How do you manage the homework along with workouts, then along with matches that you got to compete in? That's very hard, you know, that's, it's tough, but then again, that's what my mom's there for. Like, she helps me and guides me and says, hey, get your homework done, you know. I sit at the dinner table, you know, doing homework, and sometimes my dad will come in there and be like, hey, you need any help? Which, in that case, (laughs) sometimes he's wrong. I'll admit, in that case, when I need help with homework, sometimes he doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Uh, that's the only thing I'm going to say bad about. Like, I love him to death, but sometimes 
he is wrong. But no, like they keep me on track for sure. Yeah. They have a designated schedule and homework times usually after that second practice. So from seven, let's go eight thirty. I get home at nine. I'll do homework for like hour, hour and a half. Be mm-hmm. in bed by ten. Yeah, yeah. You recently took a trip up north to a big wrestling tournament. Right? Fargo. Yeah, Fargo, North North Dakota. Oh yeah. How was that? You know, so everyone says like Fargo, there's nothing there. It's actually entertaining there. Is it? Yeah. Like, of course, the drive <laughs> up there is really boring, but like Fargo itself is actually pretty entertaining. But it's a tough tournament. Yeah. Yeah. They bring in the top guys in the nation, you know, to go at it at each weight class. Mm. And it's tough. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't just be ranked number nine in the nation. On a free pass. Exactly. But it's the definitely the toughest tournament in the country. Yeah. You know, especially it's so it's weird because it's not like during normal season, like right. winter season, where it's like college collegiate wrestling, which is like what college people do. Mm-hmm. It's like the Olympic style wrestling. Mm. So it's it's a different style of wrestling for sure. Yeah. But it is definitely the toughest tournament I've been to. Yeah. There's guys that, you know, three time state champs getting beat out of Fargo. Wow. Yeah, so it's that's pretty tough. It's insane, but yeah. it's also you know. So my bracket, I had two hundred and forty kids. Dang. Yeah, so I wrestled nine matches. Wow. In a span of three days. What was your record out of nine matches? Uh, I went seven and two. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, man. For being one of the hardest tournaments in uh, the nation. It was. It's definitely tough. Yeah. Let's talk about your state championship. How was that? Let's take start at the beginning of the season. Was that your goal you wanted to win, be a state champion, or that was my goal? You right. know, I've been there. I that was my third time in the finals. Yeah. You know, freshman year I wrestled a senior. I got my butt whooped. I got pinned, and then last year I wrestled a now world champion, and I lost three to one to him. So this year I just had a mindset that like no matter who I'm going against, I've been there twice now. I'm going to win, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just switched my focus of, because er, my freshman and sophomore year, I was going into tournaments and I was losing in the finals and, like, I was being down on myself, right? I was like, why is this happening? Like, why am I losing in the finals? I can never win a tournament. So then this year I switched it to those tournaments are just milestones, mm-hmm. building blocks for the state tournament. And that's definitely helped for sure. Yeah. When... You won. What was that feeling like? It's a feeling hard to explain. You know, like seeing legends do it before you Mm. and conquering that goal Mm. and being able to say, hey, I'm a part of that. It's, there's just no other feeling like it. Yeah. You know, I went to Fargo and yeah, like I took seventh, but being an Oklahoma State champ, I love it. Like, there's yeah. no better feeling than walking out of that arena, standing on the podium in the number one spot, mm-hmm. wearing a gold around your neck. It's, it's amazing. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Did at home, you, your mom, your dad, after you won that state uh, championship, what were some moments like between you guys? A lot of crying, a lot of hugging, a lot of happy tears. Yeah. Because, you know, they wanted this as much as I wanted it for mm-hmm. myself. And so they saw all the work that I put in along the way. And it was for sure a happy Schneider family yeah. in that household. Because, you know, they saw, they've been through the ups and downs. You know, mm-hmm. being there twice, they saw me lose twice. And so they knew how much I wanted this and how badly I've been working for it. So whenever I actually conquered that goal, it was it was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. You you know Nate Gomez yes. quite well. Oh yeah, right? he's a great friend of mine as well, and he talks about mental toughness quite a bit. How do you train your mindset to be mentally fit, to be mentally tough, to get you through wrestling school? So you know the mindset's just as important as like the wrestling skill itself. You know if you don't have a good mindset, then you're 50% there because mm-hmm. you can have a good skill, but without a good mindset, you're not going to be able to do that good. So Nate has definitely helped me with my mindset, you know, 
and walking with my faith with that mindset of hey like win or lose you know learn from this and so whenever we went to Ironman in Ohio I got beat out in the round of 16 on the backside and then you know I was really bummed out about it but then I thought back to hey like now I have more stuff that I can focus on you know because the wins yeah they're good but the losses are where you learn the most from mm. So whenever you lose, you understand how you break down the film of what could I have done here. And so that definitely has helped with the mindset. Yeah. When you talk about breaking down film, do you and your dad break down film or do you break it down yourself? It really depends because I have like Coach Boo Llewellyn. Do you know who yeah. that is? Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. yeah. So he's actually like one of my designated coaches. Okay. So he coaches me. A lot. And so I actually watch film with him. Okay. And he'll jot down notes. And then whenever I go to practice the next day, he has those notes written down about what I need to work on and how I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, yeah, me and my dad watch film too. Yeah. But it's not like him like taking notes or anything. It's just us watching and like, you know, guessing, bro. Or mm-hmm. I should say, like showing me. Yeah. Yeah. You ever get frustrated when your dad maybe coaches you or booze like, hey, man, you should have done this. Does it ever get frustrating to you? It gets frustrating a little, <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, yeah, I should have done that, but I didn't know how to do that. You yeah. know, like a move or something like, hey, you need to do this move in this situation. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't really know how to do that move in that situation. Yeah. So it's very challenging. And, you know, there's a lot of arguments back and forth. But at the end of the day, they want what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And I take that into consideration. I understand that, hey, like, they're here to help me. So yeah. I shouldn't be arguing with them at all. I should be listening to them because look what they've done, you know. Mm-hmm. Boo wrestled at OSU yeah. to three-time All-American, I think. And my dad's been a coach to several, you know, All-Americans, yeah. several national champs. Yeah. And so I've just taken this consideration that they're here to help me and they're they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's switch back to education. What's your least favorite subject? English or reading. <laughs> that That is for sure. I'm a math and science guy. Are you? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know what it, I, like, reading is just, it's hard for me because I'll read and I'm like, oh, what did I just read? <laughs> like, I lose thought or I like, or I like, Turn away for a second. I'm like, uh oh, I need to zone back in. Yeah. So that's for sure one of the toughest subjects for me. Yeah. What What makes English so tough for you? It's just like breaking down the basic English language. Okay. It's like difficult for me because I'm like, you know, with today's generations, there's so much other words you can like use. You know, like slang or something. I guess you could say. But no, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's just tough for me with those like English and reading classes. Sure. Because I speak English, so it's like, okay, why am I learning English? And then reading, I'm like, well, I'm a math guy. I don't really like reading. Mm. So it's very challenging. But, you know, the teachers at North are very helpful in understanding of that. And then they definitely help me along the way. Yeah. Well, you might speak English quite well and very fluently, but the English and the readings are the basic and foundations of the growth of your mind. Yeah, I've... I've taken I've seen that yeah there's a girl on a wrestling team who reads like all the time yeah I'm pretty sure she got a 36 on the reading on the oh ACT my goodness. Wow. without reading like a single thing because she already read it in a book amazing I was blown I was yeah. like I need to start reading yeah speaking of reading do you have a book you like to read or you just don't like reading period I mean the bible I love okay. reading the bible that's for sure and then Something that like entertains me, mm. you know. I like reading like sports books a lot. So my grandma bought like sports magazines. I get like once a month. Yeah, and I'll definitely look at those. Okay, and just read through those. Three favorite sport athletes of all time for you. Who are they? Of all time? Yeah. Okay. Any sport? Any sport? Yeah, including badminton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to badminton fans, but I have no idea. Me neither. <laughs> Oh man. Um let's see. You obviously have to go with Michael Jordan. 
Yeah. Like, you can never go wrong picking him for a top three. I'm a wrestler. I got to go with Jordan Bros. Okay. Even yeah. though he lost, I mean, I hate seeing him lose. Yeah. But, all right, so Michael Jordan, Jordan Burroughs. Another one. Another one. I'm trying to debate if I should go soccer here or should I go football? Let's do both. Both? Yeah. All right. Messi. Messi oh, for soccer. Oh, man. You can, <laughs> he's a great guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then football will go. Tremar Chase. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just love seeing him like, because at LSU, I feel like he was in the shadow a lot, mm. you know? And now that he has a name for his own, I just love seeing him succeed. Wow. Okay. Outside of sports, who are three people you would love to just sit there and pick someone's brain on and have coffee with? You. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, if we have coffee, we're going to be there till midnight. <laughs> we're just going to be talking and talking. They're going to have to kick us out of that coffee shop. Love it, man. Uh, so you, of course, and then <laughs> another one. Obviously, Gomez, you know. I would love to just mm. sit down and just talk with him, you know, see where his mind's at. You know, because he has, ever, you probably sat down with him. Mm-hmm. Huh? Many yeah. times. He has an amazing brain. Like, he, he it's does. incredible. Yeah. And see a third one. Hmm. You, Gomez, David James. Coach James, you know him? Yeah, yeah. He's, really? Wow, okay. Yes. He knows it all. Yeah. Like, you talk to him about anything, and he's he knows it 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, for sure, him. How do you deal with negativity in this day and age? It really depends on, like, the negativity, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes, like, I'll be walking in the school halls and, like, there'll be people arguing. I'm like, why are you guys arguing in the school halls? Like, and it's over, like, not really important things at mm-hmm. all, you know? And so it really, I mean, that kind of, like, bugs me because I'm like, there's no reason you guys should be arguing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times negativity just comes from, like, people not, they're wanting to show dominance mm-hmm. is what I say. Like, whenever people go negative towards each other or try to, like, force someone to do another thing, they're just trying to show dominance over something that they have no dominant ability over. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's for sure a major thing of me. And, like, I don't know. It's very frustrating on that part because a lot of times people will, like, do that. They'll try to bully other kids so that they can show dominance over them. I'm like... There's no point to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's for sure a major thing. Okay. Let's say you have a five-year-old boy, and he's like, man, Peyton, you're really good at wrestling. What advice would you give him? I want to wrestle. What's your advice? Um, Definitely focus. You know, practice is only two hours, and a lot of times – People get distracted during that mm-hmm. time. But in a span of two hours, you can learn so much if you're just 100% focused in there. And so what I try to do like during practice is say the fewest words out of anybody in there. You know, So if someone's talking a lot, I kind of like to hush them a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, just to show like, hey, like, it's practice time. Let's focus. We can talk after practice. So for sure, focus. That's definitely number one. And number two is don't be scared to, like, go home and, like, practice moves by yourself, mm-hmm. you know? I do that a lot sometimes. Like, I'll go to my living room floor yeah. doing stand-ups in the middle or a shot in the middle of the living room. So it definitely helps a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm going to reframe that because it wasn't a 5-year-old. I was thinking about a 10-year-old, a 12-, 13-year-old because they would understand. 5-year-old would be like, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, that that's awesome advice, man. Let's talk about the recruiting process for you. And what was that like? Because you've had multiple offers. So let's talk about how did you navigate that? It was a lot of pressure, you know, because so June 15th is when the first person can contact you mm. of your sophomore year, like going into your junior year, that June 15th. So, you know, it's phone call after phone call after phone call. Yeah. And it's very 
you know, tough on you. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you because you're like, oh, I'm getting a phone call from this school. Like, oh, here's what they want me to do. Oh, here's another phone call. Like, here's what they want me to do. And it's challenging, Mm. you know, because you get to that stage and you're like, well, this coach wants me to go here. This coach wants me to go here. And you're going to have to break coach's heart. You Mm. know, that's what I've realized in the recruiting process. One way or another, a coach's heart's like, they're going to be broken that they're not getting you. So it's been very challenging Mm -hmm. for sure. But now that, you know, I'm going to the Air Force, it's a lot of pressure taken off my shoulders. Now that I dialed it down to like, for sure one mm-hmm. school but it was very challenging i'll say that yeah what was the selling point for air force academy for you personally for me personally there's not a better offer mm. no matter what people say or what they can give you there's no better offer you got a job right after college no school debt they're paying you to go there which yeah. that's like that's a once in a lifetime opportunity to get paid to go to college, mm-hmm. you know. So that's for sure a major reason. And they just got, you know, Coach Esposito. Sounds familiar, but he was uh, at OSU, but he's at the OTC, okay. the Olympic Training Center in mm-hmm. Colorado. And we work out with them three times a week. Wow! Whenever you're at the academy, so for sure him being there has helped because he's another Oklahoma guy. Yeah. So that's definitely helped a lot. Yeah. Wow. So when you made that decision to go to the Air Force Academy, what were your parents, what was their reaction? So I went up there the 9th through the 11th. Mm -hmm. And I came home and we had a Husky kickoff thing. So it was at the football field. So my parents were there. And so I went and I talked to them and I was like, Mom, I think I found my home, my second home. She's like, are you sure? Like, what about the OU visit, the Wyoming visit? I was like, Mom, I'm 100% sure. I want to go there. Because <laughs> she was like, she thought I was like kidding or something. Because she like, because the first time I went out there, I didn't really like it. Okay. But then I went out there for a second time and I was like, wow, I love it out here. Mm. So it's weird how like fast your mind can change mm-hmm. about something. So that's for sure like why she was kind of hesitant about me saying, okay, I'm going here and not taking the other visits. And my dad was like, Leighton, like, are you sure this is a, you know, you only get one time to commit. Mm. And so for sure, I was like, yes, I want to go there. Like, this is my second home. Yeah. And once I said that, and once I got to telling, like, my closest friends and my family members, they just got more excited and more excited. Man. So did you take a recruiting visit down to the Sooner Nation? I did. And <laughs> I see. I did it last, or, yeah, last fall. Okay. I did it. And it was, you know, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, sure. I definitely love, you know, I'm from Oklahoma. I love Sooner Nation, but my new home is the Air Force Academy. Are you a big OU football fan? I am. Are you? you know? Okay. Yeah. So, like, one of my brother's friends, which I call my brother now, Jake mm-hmm. McCoy, he played out there. And so I for sure, like, grew into liking OU more and more, even yeah. though my mom loves OSU. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. My dad, he doesn't really care about Oklahoma. He's a Michigan fan. Yeah. So yeah. He's big blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, no, I've for sure grown into, like, being an OU fan. Yeah. So, Air Force Academy, what's that lifestyle in your picture? Paint that picture. What do you feel like it's going to be on your day-to-day? Because you're going to get a reality check. So, like, walk through, you, like, the day yeah. by day in the Air Force Academy. Yeah. So... You wake up about 6.30. Your first class starts at 8 o'clock. Breakfast starts at 7.30. So you wake up, you know, put your uniform on for the day, whether that's your blues, your, you know, the what's the, the flight suit or like yeah. the army one. You put that on for the day. You walk out. You make your, so first, it's weird because like your room, you have to make your bed and stuff. So, Why is that weird? No, I'm not uh, saying like it's weird. <laughs> I, like compared to like a normal dorm, like, like like a university, a university. That's not weird. No, it would actually help me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but like compared to university, you know, you walk into the dorms and they're kind of a mess. But yeah. here, like you keep your room clean, that's for sure. And you put the cover on your bed, make your bed. You know, clean your mirrors, have your mirrors shut, your door shut, and so then you go to class at eight o'clock. So I'll be your first period. 
So at the academy, you don't, there's M and T days. So M days, you'll go to some classes, and then T days, you'll go to some classes. But it's weird because, like, they rotate. So it goes MT, 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 mm. and say T in, or M ends on uh, Friday, it'd be T on uh, Monday. Okay. So it's not like Monday, and then, yeah. But, so you do that, you go to class, and then practice would start around 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But then, so you go to lunch. You go to lunch around, I'm trying to think. Because I know you wake up at 7.30, eat breakfast, but then lunch, I think, is around 12. Mm-hmm. And lunch, you have to eat with, like, your squadron, which okay. is basically, you know, like people in your group. Yeah. That you get assigned to and so you eat lunch with them but then breakfast and dinner is just whoever you walk in there with yeah so say you walk in with like a friend you get to stay with the friend okay um and then you go to practice at three and then if you're a freshman you it's funny because like freshmen have to wear like pt gear okay which is like it's like a uniform but it's kind of just like shorts and a shirt and so you wear that until you go to bed but like after class and after practice, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, they'll get like civilian civilian clothes. Okay. But so I'll be headed to prep school first, though. So the Man. prep school is, I'll have to go through basic twice. Okay. Which yes, it will be challenging, but it'll also be really fun. Yeah. So I'll go to prep school for three weeks, at uh, the prep school, or I'll go to basic at the prep school for three weeks, and then I'll go to basic at the academy for six weeks yeah so it's very structured regimented yes and that's for sure like that was a main reason you know academic wise it's because i kind of struggle in school a lot so having freedom is probably not a good thing for me to go to college with and especially like because at universities so what they do is like you walk in you know there's classes of what, 150 people, 200 people mm-hmm. at the academy? I think your max class will be 25 people. Yeah. So that's wow. very, that's for that, you know, that will help a lot. Yeah, because it's more intimate, more be able to personable one on ones if you needed. Oh, yeah. Professor will know your first name, last name for yeah. sure. Yeah. And more, uh, like you said, one on one time with your professor. Yeah. And, you know, with wrestling, they'll help a lot. You know, when you travel. A professor will know when you're traveling and stuff, and so he'll help you along the way. Email mm-hmm. him, you know. Yeah. Do you think wrestling has helped your mindset grow to where you are? Because you, I feel like you're very mature. Yeah, definitely for sure. You know, wrestling has, you know, pushed my body to my limits and my mind to my limits. And I for sure, you know, love it. And definitely it helps with maturity for mm-hmm. sure. Because you're out there by yourself. Like, it's not team where you can just joke around right. or anything. It's you're out there by yourself and you got to prove yourself. Because if you don't, let's say you don't win this match, we lose the duel. Mm-hmm. So it definitely helps with that mental side of it. Yeah. What's your favorite team victory? Hall of Fame duels this year. Beat Stillwater. <laughs> so it's, it's good to always beat, you know, the rivals. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. So we, our rivals with them during the winter season, but then we train with them in the summer season. Yeah, because during the summer it's you combine as a state, mm-hmm. so it'd be Oklahoma. We'll be called like Oklahoma, and so we go train with the best guys in Oklahoma. But during the winter season, you're split split up again, mm-hmm. and so it's definitely it's funny because people are like, "Oh, your rivals are Stillwater." Yeah, We're like well, sometimes. Yeah, not yeah. all the time. Okay. Are you superstitious? Like, you got to have a certain meal a certain way before a match? How does that work? Or or you're not? Yes and no. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm not going to... I bring the same three underwear, like, to a tournament. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, like, put the days of, like, where when I wear the... But I do bring, like, the same three underwear to a tournament. Okay. Obviously, I wash them and stuff. Right, right. But, yeah. So, when you bring them, do you wear these or are you just bring them because they're garment and... You... No, I like wearing them. Okay. I wear them during my match. <laughs> that, the, yeah. So, I guess I am a little, but... Sure. Yeah. You got a favorite food? Sweets. What's your favorite sweets? Yeah, there's a lot of sweet stuff. Anything. Anything that's sweet. Oh, yeah. Besides, like, 
like taffies and all like that kind of candy. I love chocolate. Chocolate, ice cream, cookies. It's funny because I, so, you know, during the season, some people will come over like after practice yeah. and wait for like their parents to pick them up. And we have this big chocolate drawer. And so we're all in there like eating chocolate during season one. And then my dad walks in. He's yeah. like, what the heck are you guys doing? <laughs> we just get yelled at, but hey, it helps us. Well, I was going to ask you because you're in season, you're wrestling, you got to stay fit, you got to make weight, and you're sitting here, you and your mates are eating chocolate, and your dad walks in. Hmm. Yeah, he, he, yeah, it makes him a little mad. I'm sure. That's for sure. I'm sure. But what I say is that, hey, would you rather have us drinking Dr. Pepper or eating chocolate? Hmm. Because it's only like, they're like that big around, like the Snickers, little Snickers. <laughs> we only eat like two of them. But... Other than that, it's definitely a sh- kind of like a strict diet of chicken and rice, you yeah. know, healthy salmon. Yeah. And so my dad, during the season, my dad likes to cook a lot mm-hmm. and he makes some good meals. Yeah. And so I'm very grateful for that. You yeah. know, my mom makes some good meals too. What's your favorite meal that your mom makes? Um, Let's see. She makes, she made biscuits and gravy the other day and I was like, I wasn't in the biscuits and gravy mood. But I ate it because it was good. Okay. But my favorite meal that my mom's makes would probably have to be spaghetti. Mmm. Nice. And she like garlics up this bread. Oh, oh it's man. good. That sounds good. Oh yeah. What about your dad? What's your favorite meal he makes? So he goes like, uh, "You ever been to a hibachi place?" Yeah. He tries so hard to make it like a hibachi place on like the flat top grill <laughs> with like chicken and fried rice and stuff. <laughs> Which it's good, but it's just funny seeing him cook. He has like a towel on his shoulder. <laughs> Does he do the volcano and make- <laughs> he doesn't know how to do that yet? <laughs> I'm gonna have to give him a YouTube video on that one. You should, and then you should film it and then put it on your YouTube so we can watch it or on Instagram or something. Oh, Instagram live it. Oh, I, oh, happens. that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I will Instagram live it next time. But it's like so fun. He'll literally every time he cooks, he always have to have like a rag on his shoulder. And me and my mom are like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, why does he have a rag on his shoulder? I don't know. We need to bring him on the show and ask him, man. Like, he he won't tell us. I don't know if it's, like, wipe his hands or something. Mm. But, like, I don't know. I actually have no idea why he does it. Might be a sweat rag. I don't know. <laughs> what's your favorite type of music and what's your favorite song? So I've been into, like, kind of rock. Greater okay. Man Fleet. I don't know if you know who mm-hmm. they are. But they're, like, a new coming band. So definitely I like them a lot. Yeah. And then... Kind of like pop, relax pop, you know, not like rap, but like relaxation pop. Okay. It's definitely been a good type of music. I'm surprised you didn't say country. You know, as much as I like Zach Bryan, <laughs> I'm not that big of a country fan. Okay. Fair enough. But I listen to country every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But like during wrestling season stuff, it's more of, you know, Yes, there's some rap in there, but sure. I love to like relax my mind. Yeah. yeah. With some like chill music and stuff. Yeah. When you go away to the Air Force Academy, you're gonna be gone from your family. What are you gonna miss about your mom? What are you gonna miss about your dad? Oh, let's see. I'm definitely gonna miss my dad like being there the whole time for me and like helping me and guide me. And then my mom definitely like loving on me you know when life gets hard she's there for me all the time mm. so that's for sure going to be a major setback for me and it's really hard like going away from home because of how like strong our bond is is like how strong it is at home mm-hmm. so that's for sure but i'm excited to be out there yeah you know another challenge and i'm ready to conquer it yeah what are you most proud of to date Say that again. What are you most proud of so far? Um, it would have to be my state title, mm. or you know, actually, let me say that again. It would have to be the man I've became mm. since like the passing, you know, yeah, of my brother. So it's, that's definitely actually been what I'm most proud of. Yeah, and then like you know, wrestling wise, state championship. That's awesome, man. What's your favorite 
leadership characteristic out of your mom and then same question about your dad so my mom would definitely have to be loving people mm. she never like no matter how mad she is at me or how mad she is at like anyone she always knows how to love them you know mm. through the good and bad and my dad is you know his mindset of hey i'm gonna get this done you know we so my mom bought like a kitchen for a school and my dad was out there to like 12 because my mom needed help mm-hmm. and so my mom my dad was like all right you go to bed i'll fix it and so he's out there cutting wood to like 12. wow making sure it was ready for her in the morning that's awesome man what does leadership mean to you it means a lot you know having a great leader is very important to me and having a person i look up to is very important to me and so when that what i try to do now that i'll be like a senior is have like freshmen or sophomores or like grades below me make sure that like they know like this is how it's done the correct way mm-hmm. you know because a lot of seniors will go into sports and they're like oh i'm the top dog you know and then try to like bully their way to make sure everyone respects them mm-hmm. but for me it's not as much as bullying as it is like knowing their name yeah you know great leaders will know your first name but then know your last name yeah and they'll also know your history behind like how you became the way you are mm-hmm. and so that's definitely what i'll be trying to do as a senior in high school and you know moving forward going to the academy is definitely know everybody and know their backstory and know why they act the way they act nice so in two years time you'll have your freshman year at the air force academy underneath your belt so we're going to have you back on the show and we're going to follow up and see how college life in the military academy is like versus civilian Edmund North high school life. Oh, that'll be amazing. I think it'll be fun to that would be hear. fun. Yeah. 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 But I'll definitely be back for that. Okay. Well man, you're you're well on your way to, to greatness and it's life is always a journey and there's no finish line, right? There's just checkpoints in life and for sure. Number nine in the nation, two time All American, state champion, three point eight GPA, a young man of great faith. Dude, you're undefeated. Thank you. Layton, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, brother. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. For more Defining Moments podcast content, visit our webpage, www.undefeated.show. Follow us at Def Moments Pod on Twitter and at Defining Moments Podcast on Instagram.